Alright, so after the last episode of American Horror Stories, Ball, um, they've definitely upped the expectations of what I was expecting out of the show. Uh, again, you know, you've heard my feelings about the five episodes that have been done so far. We got two more, including this one I'm going to talk about. Uh, episode six of this spinoff series is called Feral. And I got to say, it definitely does something that still lives up to some slight expectations. Uh, again, I don't know if this was supposed to be related to something in the actual universe, but I'm, I'm guessing by this point and, you know, six episodes in, you have to come to that conclusion that most of these stories have nothing to do with uh, the main universe. So even though the first two episodes are connected to Murder House, every episode thereafter is kind of just like some other, you know, tale from like a book or a story that's being told I guess set in the same atmosphere as the original series. It's kind of like Tales from the Crypt almost. How it's just these completely separate stories that don't have anything to do with each other. But also don't have anything to do with its parent universe being actual American Horror Story. And any of those any of those seasons and any of those universes set up in those seasons. And I've mentioned this in the previous post as well. That it's just weird how you are making this separate kind of show where you're doing all of these separate stories that have no connection, but then you start it off with two episodes directly connected to your, like, infant season. Like, Murder House was what started the show, and that's probably the one that is has the majority of the fan base. Like, everybody loves Murder House, you know? And it's just weird how... You, co you incorporate that universe into two of these episodes, and now we're up to episode six, and four of them have absolutely nothing to do with any of the universe. So if you wanted to set the premise that they weren't connected, you know, I'm, I'm sure the fan base, including myself, is perfectly okay with that. I don't, I don't think there's a problem with setting up a universe in each episode in and of itself. And the universe they set up for things like Baal... And Feral, those are fantastic. Again, I don't like the naughty list. Um, I forget what the one before that was. Dri uh, Drive-In. Drive-In was fun. You know, I enjoyed that one. I think that one set up a nice premise where it could have been its own season. You know, same, same as kind of Ball. Ball could have been its own season too. Could have been American Horror Story, you know, Fertility or something like that. And I think I even mentioned that in the episode I did for Ball. But this one, Feral, is... Really interesting. I'm not going to say it's good or bad. It's just about, you know, whether or not you you enjoyed its actual story. So the actual story of it is the this couple takes their child on, um, on a vacation and the kid goes missing. Then at the time hops 10 years and they've divorced. The father goes insane. He, you get the notion that he's been driven down all these paths to find his son, and all of them have either been fake or have led to nothing, and that's caused their marriage to kind of deplete, until finally somebody comes and says, listen, I think I saw your son, here's a picture of him, this is how old he would be, give me $10,000 and I'll take you to him. And of course it sounds like a scam, it sounds like they're gonna get, you know, taken for a ride. And again, you could even have said that this story by itself stretched a bit could have been 
its own season. You know, most of the time the seasons are anywhere between 9 and 13 episodes. You could have had the first episode extend that camping sequence, and then the very end, bam, the kid goes missing. Second episode, a year late, you know, the, the search begins, and they start searching for him and whatnot. This also sees the return of um, the actor who played uh, um, Michael in American Horror Story. Um, uh, shit. American Horror Story. Apocalypse. I don't know why I friggin' totally forgot about that. That's probably one of the best ones. And um, I forget the actor's name off the top of my head as well, but it sees his return, so it's nice to see another, you know, American Horror Story veteran, you know, enter the field. And he plays the park ranger who's trying to tell him, oh, listen, don't go into the woods. You know, there's things in the woods you don't want to deal with. And the lady's like, what do you mean, Bigfoot? And he's like, I didn't say that. So it's meant to meant for you to think that it's Bigfoot in a way. Which is okay, but then you still could have you still could have dragged that out maybe two episodes by itself. You know what I'm saying? Like have two ep- have at least three episodes that's building up the idea that the kid's missing and then the the parents divorce. Then you do a time jump for the fourth episode. After you time jump the fourth episode, you start also going back and like having the father go through all of these people that are like conning him and each of those episodes could be a twist so you could do that for three episodes every time you think the father's gonna get it no he's just getting conned and it's driving him farther and farther away from his wife leading them to separate that's three episodes Ah, those six episodes by itself is basically what they did within the first 20 minutes of this episode so the first half of this because i think it's 40 minutes the first half of this episode could have easily been six episodes by itself in its own season. So I guess maybe what they did was they had all of these good stories that they were sitting on that they would just like, maybe we save these for seasons in the future. Or if we can't think of anything else to add to it, let's just make them part of the American Horror Stories show that we're now going to push out. And, you know, they're eventually going to run out of ideas for American Horror Story. Like, if you look at the first two seasons of plain American Horror Story, they packed so much in there. Like, at least Murder House, there was so much content and so much, so many storylines to follow with all of the different ghosts that were in there. At least it was all still focused on Murder House. Asylum, which I'm probably going to get ridiculed for this, Asylum is probably my least favorite because of so much that's involved. Each of those individual stories that is in that one season, like, you're talking about demon possession, you're talking about alien abduction, you're talking about psycho killers, like, there's a lot in season two, that if you picked out, each of those stories could have been their own separate individual seasons, including a season for what Asylum was actually supposed to be about, and that was about the characters in the Asylum. It just so happened that most of those characters were either dealing with alien abduction, dealing with murderers, dealing with possession, and dealing with just being crazy people in the Asylum. Like, Asylum, to me, is just the most all over the place, and I get that's probably where a lot of people became true fans. Like, Murder House got you hooked, and then Asylum had you, like, there for the long run. I'm going to have to say that Coven was that for me. That's the first season I watched from front to back. Simply because it's probably the most cohesive storytelling-wise. Nothing about that season drifts off from anything that's really based on what the core value of the season is about. It's all about the witches. It's all about the magic. It's about the voodoo. And it's all about all of these different, you know, kind of houses and witches and whatnot. It's just the way that that story culminates into, into what that season gives you. 
it's it's just kind of perfect storytelling wise and i just feel like asylum doesn't give you all of that and you know i i didn't really watch it until coven so i can't really say murder house is my favorite though people who are true like diehard fans from the beginning murder house will always have that place in their heart but i started on coven so coven is the the expectation like that i have that's that's where my level is it's it's that kind of storytelling that has to be told and then Roanoke did a great job at telling that. I know most people hate that one, but I love Roanoke. And then um, you had uh, Apocalypse, which brought everything together. And even and that story was just so cohesive and incorporating all of the other ones was just really good. And then you have the one that was very much about um, fear-mongering and, you know, um, just that kind of atmosphere, you know, politically and socially that was revolving around that time and area. Uh, season 7 cult, that's what, you know, that storyline basically was. Then you had a Hotel. Hotel was fantastic. Ho- hotel front to back, you know, with, with the fact that it's based on, like, a real hotel, just an over-exaggeration of the story. It's just, like, all of these seasons kind of have their little places where the stories make sense in a way. So... You could have easily taken a story like Feral and made it a full season. You just have to dedicate some time to what you want to do with that story building, you know, tools that you have at your disposal. When you have a 40-minute episode and you do a 10-year jump, that 10 years could easily be six or seven episodes by itself. And then the climax is three episodes with all the numerous twists you want to have. But, you know, you decided to go with this one 40-minute episode and put it into the separate season. That's fine. I'm not saying that it's poor decision-making on, you know, FX part or the production part. I'm just saying it's a missed opportunity. When it comes to a story like this one or Ball or even Drive-In, those are great stories that could have been separated. And I really have started to appreciate Drive-In even more now because of the fact that I've, I've come to the conclusion myself and I've actually accepted the fact that these have no connection to American Horror Story. And it's kind of upsetting that it took till episode six for me to get there. You know, like, you started off by giving me something, a level of expectation with the first two episodes that I was expecting something to have, you know, some sort of other connections. And when I started to learn, okay, you know what, they're not going to do that. This is more American Horror Stories, you know, Beyond Belief or Tales from the Crypt. Like, Tales from the Crypt is probably the best example I can give. And anybody who's a 90s kid who had HBO and stayed up late to watch, you know, Tales from the Crypt with the Crypt Keeper... You know, I was even a fan of the cartoon version of that. Like, we love that. We love the idea of these separate individual stories. And if that's where they're going to go from moving forward, I'm perfectly okay with that. And I don't know what the the last episode is about, but if they stick to that, or if they have some episode that's going to accumulate in all of these episodes kind of coming together, maybe that's what they're setting up, that American Horror Stories is going to be its own universe then okay, that that sounds good. Maybe Game Over, you know, will have that scenario. I don't know. Just by the name itself is kind of drifting into this atmosphere where I'm not, I don't know what to expect, just as I didn't know what to expect from Feral, you know. And again, Feral lives up to the expectations of what I expected from episodes like Ball and episodes like Drive-In. And it's probably one of the better of the entire season. It's it's got a fantastic ending. I love the ending. I love those endings where it's kind of like actually no, I won't even say it's kind of like Ball because Ball has its own unique ending. And this ending is unique in the sense that you know 
you you get to the final answer and you get the solution but it's not the solution you want it's not the ending that you were kind of looking for maybe some expected it maybe some didn't i i kind of expected it to an extent but it's re- it really is probably you know the best ending out of the entire season even if it's not the best episode it is the best ending to an episode you know regardless of what drive in gives us you know drive in would have given us a great ending if that led into something you know drive in's ending is basically another apocalypse or another world ending almost or another kind of it could have led into this thing where it's like post apocalyptic we're go- we're going through and fighting these you know possessed people or whatever but you know, are they going to do that? I don't think so. So if they're not going to do that, that ending is poor to me. And this ending is satisfying because it actually has a conclusion. Just as Ball sort of has a conclusion. And even the naughty list kind of leaves this conclusion. But again, I just that's my least favorite episode out of everything. I, dis- I despise the naughty list out of every episode so far uh, of the six. But we still have one more. <laughs> I don't know what to expect from Game Over. But so far, you know, Feral, Ball, the last two, they've really been up in the ante, I guess you could say. And I'm looking forward to the season finale, and hopefully, you know, it's it gives me what I was expecting. 